Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code the Zone 125 You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. Revenge is a dish best served cold, as it was cold last night in Madison, Wisconsin, as the Ohio State Buckeyes came to the Kohl Center. A quiet, kind of down game for Johnny Davis, 4 of 18 shooting. The dude couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Still is, you know, found a way to get it done in other ways. But it was the likes of Brad Davison and Tyler Wall stepping up in big ways for the Badgers to get their revenge on the Buckeyes. The Buckeyes handed them their only loss in the Big Ten on December 11th. The Badgers welcomed them in last night to the Kohl Center and tuned them up 78-68. to It got it was pretty comfortable for a while, and then it got dicey in the second half. Then they got, a, what, the six points. Then Johnny Davis threw down a, a, a there's-your-dagger-type dunk, in my opinion, at the end of the game, and the Badgers went on to uh, – beat Ohio State and get a nice little revenge game. Rowdy felt good. Yeah, we both expected that the big men would play better, Mm -hmm. and that definitely happened. We also expected that as a whole the team probably would shoot better since they didn't shoot very well against Ohio State in the first game. But I didn't see that coming. No, I did not see Johnny Davis having a sticker. Yeah, outside of Johnny Davis, the rest of the team shot the ball extremely well. They played much better defense, especially in that first 10 minutes of the game. They were in every single passing lane, I think, deflecting almost every single ball. They were crushing, dude. And it also helped that Ohio State could not shoot the ball well in the first half or from three the whole game. It was a nice uh, a nice bounce back. Yeah. We expected a bounce back, like a more competitive game, but to go out there and win and be up by d- double digits the majority of the game, that was another big-time win for the Badgers. God, it was huge. Um, so the last time the two teams played, like, but Tyler Wall had three points. And Johnny Davis, after the game, when they were down in Columbus, called out the big men, saying, I don't even think you guys even showed up. He challenged them to step up, be more physical. And then what happened? 33 days later, Tyler Wall did just that. And hell, I even saw, you know, Crowell shooting the ball a little better. You had the, you know, Chris Vogt at times stepping up. So you had these players here, right, that said, okay, I'm going to, I remember what you said, Johnny Davis. We're going to step up. Especially it was nice because Johnny Davis, dude, a guy who called out the big men to step up. Johnny Davis had a pretty pretty low-key game. You know, it was one of those things like, oh, no, if, if he's not going to be playing well, what's going to happen? Well, the rest of this team, uh, led by the veteran leadership of Brad Davison, right, he stepped up, and Tyler Wall, his veteran leadership, he stepped up, and everyone around him was like, okay, Johnny, you, you do your thing, we're going to step up and make life easy for you. So it was just nice. That was an overall team win, Rowdy. Yeah, and that's why I tweeted out, I think this was the best – overall team win that they've had this season Ooh, i know we had that? i gotta go check it out i know we had P- purdue earlier in the big 10 schedule where they beat them at purdue you know fourth time in like 40 years mm-hmm. but overall we saw johnny davis in that one he went off he yeah. completely dominated Jaden ivy who was the other nba uh draft pick he went off for 30-plus points, you know, 10-plus rebounds. It was the Johnny Davis show and everyone else. Like, the big men just kind of were good enough. Yeah. In this game, they're playing a top-16 team in the country, and everyone showed up. 
they all yeah every, it was like everyone's like all right we got you bro like Let's for the this. most part you go right down through it obviously Johnny Davis didn't shoot the ball well he still found a way to score 14 points and and add nine rebounds yep. you talked about Brad Davison with 25 points Tyler Wall shot the ball extremely well and rebounded 20 and 7 also six assists and Rowdy Tyler Wall his first two three pointers of the season yeah she finally made some three-pointers. <laughs> and then you had Steven Crowell go 9-7. and seven. And then when you look at the bench, you had good minutes from some of the younger guys, and you also had Chris Vogt giving you some time down low. Yep. I mean, it was an all-around team effort. It's, they were playing really tough defense, like I mentioned earlier, and they were hitting shots. Remember, that was one of the things we said they had to do. They had to what, hit shots. they shoot like 25% or something? Uh, they saw something just abysmal from – the field yeah, last they, time. As a team, they shot almost 47% from the field and almost 44% from three and 70% from the yeah. free throw line. And the game before against Ohio State, they shot nowhere near that. And they finally got it done when their best player wasn't having his best day against a good team that ran them out of the building last time they yeah. played. Yeah, I love your tweet. I didn't see it last night. I just, I just liked it. Now, best overall team game yet for the Badger basketball team. Rowdy Razor on Rowdy underscore Razor. No doubt about it. And you could see. You could... You could see on the facial expressions of the Ohio State Buckeyes, like EJ Liddell. Fouled out, by the way. And Wheeler, some of their better players, they were noticeably frustrated yeah. Oh, yeah. because of the defense and just that they couldn't hit shots. Yeah, this Badger team, man, is awesome. They are so fun. You get you punk Ohio State, who punked you before. Uh, Wisconsin now won 14 out of 16 games this year. Life hasn't always been easy for the Badgers, Rowdy, like last night, especially at the end of the game, but they found a way to do it. Well, at some point, well, at the beginning of the season, we were like talking. It's kind of like the evolution of Johnny Davis. Oh, he's going to be a second-round pick, maybe late first, and now he's he's moved all the way up to a top-ten lottery pick. Yeah. Same thing with this team. Didn't we come into the season talking about how, oh, wow, if this will be a good year with how young they are? And not not a ton of scores on this team that you know of right now. Wouldn't it just be nice if they made the tournament? At some <laughs> point, we're gonna have to start looking at this Wisconsin Badger team as as well as I would say the country is because the country has them ranked 13th. Yeah, they're. I still yeah. feel like in a lot of Badger fans' eyes, including myself, you're questioning whether they're a top 15 team. Because remember, they had jumped 10 spots to get. Yeah, to they 13. were 23 to 23 to 13. I after feel like the week everyone was pretty confident that they were like a top. Yeah, 20, 25 team. team. But are they a Lately, top 15 team? Yeah, and it's not that. Uh, it's not like you think they're bad or that they've played terribly. It's just you're not used to it. It's the unknown. And we we had our expectations to be well. This team is got some talent, but it's also really young. Yeah. It's inconsistent. And I thought they'd finish fourth in the Big Ten and be like a like a eight nine seed or something in the tournament. Well, I don't know if those two could go hand in hand. Finishing top four in the Big Ten would probably be a better seed than eight or nine. But I feel like this Wisconsin team was lucky to finish seventh. Which would be middle of the road. See, they always finish. Uh, I always go by the trends in the history of Badgers. They always are in the top four. So I figure they'd be like fourth, and maybe a, like maybe not an eight or a nine, but maybe like you know something not a four better seed like they are now. But you look at the Badgers and you're like, this team. You hope Johnny Davis has the jump. You know, Greg. Well, I always thought I was in Gardo's camp um, that you could coach the guys up, and then you'll see the growth of some of the other guys. But my God, the jump of Johnny Davis has been huge. And well, did I think, you see that? I think just is... Brad Davison coming back has been huge for the growth of some of these younger guys too. Do you see this is the best start in Greg Gard's career for a season? No, I did not. Yep, 
That makes sense, though. Best I mean, start for Greg Gard in a season. They only have two losses. Wisconsin is now 14-1 and with Johnny Davis in their lineup. Um, the Badgers now have seven quad one wins. Well, that's why I'm that's saying. That's the most in college at basketball. At what point as fans do we say this team isn't inconsistent and young, but actually good? Because you look at all I think those it, teams. I think now. You look at all the teams, and you're like, okay, well, they've beaten a ranked Buckeye team. They beat a ranked Indiana team. Purdue on the road, three in the nation. Purdue on the road, who who was number one at one point. And then all the early the early season wins, the Texas A&Ms, the Marquettes, St. Mary's, uh, Houston, who's ranked in the top 15. Like, there's a ton of really good wins where, remember we were talking, was it last week? We're like, even if they finish 500 in the Big Ten, this is a tournament team? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was earlier this week. We were like, okay, if they can beat either Ohio State or Michigan State and then take care of Northwestern in this next week span, that's a pretty good week going 2-1 and one against two ranked teams. Mm-hmm. I, I think you could very well look at 3-0 and oh now. Yeah, this team is special. This team is really special. Um, you're, you're looking at a team that is definitely belonging in the top 15. With the week they had last week to what they just did last night against Ohio State, now you got to wait till what, Tuesday when they take on Northwestern. So we'll wait to see a little bit for the Badger basketball team. But believe in the hype because this team is legit. They're real. And they've got revenge on Ohio State. It was absolutely incredible. We'll talk more about it first. Uh, let's go to the phones quick. Good morning. Who do I got? Hey, boys. Kyle. Kyle. Dude, I thought about you last night after the Badger game. I'm like, I wonder if we'll hear from Kyle on Friday. Yeah, dude, I I've been out for a bit, you know. Haven't uh, haven't had a chance to call in, but uh, you feeling okay? You good? You all right? Uh, yeah, I had that uh, thing called the government flu. Oh no! Are you, are you on the mend though? Oh yeah, it was only like a day thing, man. No okay, good. Deal. I'm good. I'm glad you're feeling better, bro, Broski. But. I just want to say that Tyler Wall has been the Robin to this team's Batman. I mean, he has just been awesome. I mean, this is what I saw from him, you know, a couple of years ago when he when he just got in the league. But man, he has just been he's been balling out. He's been saving this team. Yeah, uh, Johnny Davis. I think teams are starting to figure him out. You know that you got a lot more film on him now, and and I think uh, he's just going to have to grind through and and find new ways to score. Yeah, totally. And then Brad Davison last night, too, the veteran leadership. I, I just couldn't believe people didn't want him to come back. And now you look at Brad Davison, what he's meant for this team, you know, back for his, like, 20th year. It's so good. Yeah, dude, I've been waiting for him to kind of go off and have a game like he did last night because he's been kind of ice cold for a while here. And, man, that was really good to see every shot he put up. I, You know, usually you kind of cringe your teeth like, ah, don't take that. But uh, they were dropping for him last night. It was good. As Nelly Nelly was just talking about a little bit ago, Kyle, let me ask you, are you a believer now in this team being a a true, legit top 15, maybe even a top 10 team in the country? So that's what sparked me to call in. You know, (laughs) at the beginning of the season, I called in. I told you guys, don't expect much from this team. I said, just kind of expect the unexpected, but don't expect much of anything because we didn't really know who they were. Yeah. And when that ranking came out, beginning of the week here and they had them at 13 I'm like I don't know if this team's really a 13 I kind of got them as maybe a 19 but I'll tell you what they earned it last night they played like a 13 seed yeah they were great that was a hell of a win Kyle big plans this weekend brother just on the mend I actually got some side work to do so hey better to make the money than spend the money you know pay some holiday bills you know (laughs) hey Kyle have a great weekend man I'm glad you're feeling okay hey you guys too take care see you buddy uh, good stuff right there. Kyle's a believer, Rowdy. Sparks him to call in. What do you say? 19th he was thinking, and now they've well, earned every bit of it. Well, that's probably about where I thought they were. Maybe low 20s, upper teams. 
because the jump what because uh, what was it after the after the weekend that or the week that was last week I think it was Zach on he's like what do you guys think is going to be the jump I think what did you say fifteen probably I think is what yeah you said. my guess was fifteen and then it came out as thirteen you're like oh my god look at this and at the time too thirteen like I don't know about that's because they had like seven or eight teams in front of them lose mm-hmm. and then they had just went in there and beat Purdue not too long ago. Then you know, I'm thinking to myself like is it is it real? Are they a top 15 team? Well, after last night, yeah. You, you don't have to pinch yourself anymore. Well, now you have to look around the Big 10 and say who have haven't they played yet? That's a good team. And they've beaten Indiana, who's ranked. They've beaten Iowa, who's a team that's flirted with the top 25. Yep. Uh we've mentioned Purdue who's been in the top 5 almost all season. And they just beat Ohio State in a rematch who's ranked in the teens. The only other big two teams that you would say are are heavyweights in this league, Michigan State, Michigan State Illinois. Illinois. And maybe you could say Michigan, but they've kind of fallen yeah, off. Yeah, they lost year. a lot of guys in the NBA. I think a lot of people thought Michigan was going to be a lot better. They really haven't been. No, they got a lot I'll, of young I'll go guys. with Michigan State and Illinois. Yeah, Illinois, what, 25th and Michigan State 10th. And I think if you look at it just player-wise, Illinois probably freaks you out a little bit more it's because Colburn. of Coburn and, yeah. and the muscle down low. Yeah. But those are the two big, big heavyweights in the Big Ten. They haven't played yet. They've beaten a lot of the other ranked teams. Yeah, this team is phenomenal. <laughs> Real quick, though, on the Packers side of things, I was very shocked. I think Rowdy was very shocked because um, while I was in the office, I was like, did you see this? RJ, I'm sure you were shocked. Whitney Merciless. Yeah. Back at practice yesterday for the Green Bay Packers. Torn biceps. Where the uh, hell did hey, that play. come from? I honestly. Was he in the Jeff Bezos playing with the biceps? I, yep. for, I forgot about him, to be completely hey. honest. Like, he came in and played, what, what, two games or so? I thought he was done. And was serviceable. And it was like, oh, yes, finally, Goody's going out there and grabbing some of these, you know, older free agents that have been in the league and have, have really logged some good snaps professionally. I, Whitney Merciless. I completely forgot about him. I also completely forgot about him. Well, and that's the him. thing, because it's like, if you you think about it, if you tear your bicep, your tricep, or your pec, it doesn't seem like anything, but that normally puts guys out for the entire year. Yeah, you're done. I don't know what the hell Whitney Merciless was doing. But he tore his left bicep in um, in Seattle against the Seahawks in mid-November. Thought to be done for the year. But then there the hell he was at practice, which means the Packers have designated him for return from the injured reserve. He played in four games, Roddy. There it is. Four games. He saw roughly 45% of uh, the defensive snaps. And he has or had his best game against the Seahawks, recording one sack and Russell Wilson uh, in his grasp for another. And that's when the injury happened. Yeah, and, and he like I said, he was like a guy that he was giving them serviceable snaps. And that's just another body that the Green Bay Packers most likely will be getting back for the playoffs where incredible. Man, you went from just having what? Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith and obviously Zadarius Smith was out, but you were you were basically running those two guys out there at outside linebacker the whole time. Now you get Zadarius Smith back, whether he's going to be taking some snaps or starting in front of some. Yeah. And now Merciless can give you some snaps on the defensive end. I, I mean. He's 31 years old, torn bicep, and the dude's somehow back after tearing it mid-November. I would love to know how in the hell that is possible. Because, Rowdy, to your point, like a bicep pec tear or whatever, um, you're done. If he followed in the footsteps of Ray Lewis, I think it could be some deer antler spray. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> if anyone like remembers white, that. He didn't hide a white suit, did he? No, I remember the deer antler spray. Didn't, was it Ray Lewis that yeah. tore his tricep or whatever? 
I think it was. And then they used the deer antler spray, and then it was like outlawed. Yeah, and they're like, you can't do that. Yeah, Ray Lewis and the deer antler sp- uh, spray was sold by SWATS, sports with alternatives to steroids. <laughs> um, I'm reading a little bit right here. God, this was 2013. This was a while ago, Rowdy. Good memory. Let's see here. Ray Lewis alleged alleged use of the substance to help heal his torn triceps. Look at the memory on Rowdy. Uh, purported to contain IGF-1. It's a form of growth hormone yep. that is on the NFL's banned substance list. The spray is unlikely unlikely to have contributed to Lewis's return, even if he did take it as a Yeah, because he came back in that season. But also, are you really gonna are you really gonna tell a guy no when he potentially could have someone? Yeah, I mean, where's the I, white? I feel suit? like they're scared of him. Where's the white suit, dude? Look, we got a Cowboys fan. We got a Cowboys fan in the background. It's Give just it's just a sad existence, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you. Go pee over that toilet seat, Louise. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> see, see you, buddy. He couldn't hear me. He, he probably should, though, just to, just to help him out there in the custodians. All right. So when it comes to uh, Ray Lewis and this growth hormone really quick, let's see. IGF-1 is an insulin, insulin growth factor. One is a growth hormone that is produced in the human body and interacts with HDH. It is naturally occurring but it has been synthesized for use in medical cases where a person has reduced IGF-1, the condition known as Lorndorfism, and extremely rare. Well, Ray Lewis took this stuff, and they said it didn't help him, but Rowdy, wasn't he the dude back, back on, the, on field? the field? Wasn't the dude back on the field? He was back on the field. Murdering? See, that's the one thing that, on I, the field. that I actually yeah, well, he, think should be legal. He's just a betting. Good thing uh, the Baltimore's going to have white. I think it should be legal for these guys that play at a, at a high level professional sports to be able to use like these certain kind of, I guess you would say therapies to get back on the field, not using them while on the field, but to come back from injury, kind of like Andy Pettit and HGH. Yeah. What now, if it, now care. if it continued on the field, I get it, but trying to get back quicker. Yeah. Let them. I don't get what why do they care? shouldn't be able to. Oh, uh, let's see here. The de- that was the one thing that Ryan Braun always said. He used it as a thing to stay healthy, yeah, to stay healthy, to get back. Here it is. The deer antler spray was um, harvested from antlers of New Zealand deer. Oh, Stu- they got good deer down in oh, New Zealand. Oh, real, good, real yeah. good genes in New Zealand. Study have shown that IGF-1 producing the fast-growing antlers of deer is not able to be effectively used by the human body. Well, again, Ray Lewis came back. And uh, we're not saying Whitney Merciless took deer antler <laughs> spray, but my God, he came back real fast. Let's see, in addition, IGF-1 is very unstable, requiring careful handling and refrigeration, something that blah, 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 blah. Maybe he just had a partial tear and some rehab got it back to being close enough. I mean, because yeah. Merciless is towards the end of his career. Yeah, it's 31. He was like, you know, the swan song. Packers, Packers. are in a Super Bowl-type situation here. Yeah. Maybe he's giving it one last go. Um, well, that's that's about it for the deer antler spray there. Um, Whitney, Whitney Merciless, though, maybe just a freak of nature. He did post a – I know you guys aren't Dragon Ball Z guys. I did watch when I was a kid. Whitney Merciless did post a photo of him in the hyperbolic chamber that Goku trained in uh, to fight Frieza. So apparently, a lot of guys in the NFL, big Dragon Ball Z guys. But he did post that, so he was definitely... Mike Daniels. Mike Daniels, big Dragon Ball Z guy. He definitely was um, doing something. Maybe he was in the hyperbolic chamber with Goku, or he was taking Ray Lewis's deer antler spray. Whatever it is, he's back. And it's pretty freaking cool to see the Packers get healthier as the playoffs near. Oh, Crazy. yeah. I mean, this this can only benefit your team. Getting uh, Whitney Merciless back can't make you any worse. So Joe Barry, the defensive coordinator, was talking about when he first learned that Whitney Merciless had a chance to return. 
Uh, Joe, Barry, bear with me. I had to listen to the audio this morning. Um, he's not the greatest of public speakers. A lot of ums and stuttering and whatnot. And, and hey, hey, no, no complaints here. I'm just letting you know that it's going to. I don't care how he talks on the podium as long as his defense is good. Let's, well, it's kind of like Paul Christ and Charity. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how much he does as long as they win. Here's here's Joe Barry. We we have a staff meeting every single morning um, that that flea obviously comes to. And um, I don't know what day it was. Early. It was either Monday or Tuesday. Um, and, um, you know, flea was really excited where where uh, where Whitney was. But. To be honest with you, I didn't think that we I would think that that would be, you know, next week. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, now it was it was pretty limited. But um, but, yeah, Whitney was was in, you know, we, we, we practiced in pads today. So Whitney was out on the practice field in pads today. So it was I mean, the the um, Whitney, I don't know how well you guys have have gotten to know him, um, but you talk about a pro and just a, an incredible leader, um, just an incredible guy. And he's been saying since, you know, the night that he got hurt, he's like, I'm, I'm going to be back. I'm coming back. I promise you I'm coming back. So yeah. um, he's right. worked his tail off to get to where he's at. But to answer your original question, yes, I was, I was completely surprised that it was, you know, as early as today, but it was, it was great to have him out there. Well, one, I think we should never doubt, a man that grew up with the name Whitney. <laughs> you I mean, got to be tough. A boy named Sue. Yeah, Johnny Cash yesterday, I never played a boy named Sue. But if your name's Whitney or Dana or Sue, you got to be tough. And also, yes, I don't think Joe Barry will ever be uh, paid to be a yeah, yeah. public speaker. Well, here, we got one more for, from Joe. And it's about Whitney Merciless again. But, Rowdy, spot on. If you got to be tough if your name's Whitney growing up, come on. I mean, this is he's 31, so the world was a little different when he was growing up, right? Now, if you were to make fun of him, you would be, like, thrown in prison. But when he was growing up, that's what just kids did. You know? yep. Doesn't make it right. Does not. But you got to be tough. Look, how, look at Dana White. Look how tough that guy is. Dana. Dana. Got to be an ass beater. All right, I see phone lines blowing up one second, but one more from Joe Barry on if Whitney Merciless can contribute in the playoffs if he's cleared to play. At that position, at the, at the outside linebacker, you know, defensive end position, um, you know, you, you have a nice, healthy rotation. And uh, when, when not having a Zadarius all year, uh, you know, that, that's, that's affected. That's put a, that was, that put a, a lot of pressure on, you know, Rashawn and Preston. Um, we had guys that, you know, filled in and did a great job. When we got Whitney, not only were we getting a guy to, you know, to, to, to roll in there, we were getting a guy that, you know, he, you know, he's, he's played at a pro bowl level before in his career. So right. now, you know, moving into, into, you know, the playoffs, having the, the ability, not only to have still Rashawn and Preston, but to have a Z in the rotation, to have potentially Whitney in the rotation. Um, it just gives you, you know, fresh rushers, uh, fresh, violent guys on the edge. Ooh. Uh, and as yeah. I've told you guys, you, you, you can't have enough of those guys. You can't. Oh, Ooh. Fresh, violent guys, and you can't have enough of he them. That's a good edge. Ooh, and I like that. that. He didn't name Woo! this this player, but I think there's you should give Goody a little bit of credit too for Jonathan Garvin. Yeah. I mean, Garvin hasn't been great, but let's he just named four guys that are in front of him. He's the fifth outside linebacker, and for being a fifth outside linebacker, he's given them pretty serviceable snaps as well. Now he hasn't looked great every single play, but uh, 
for what they were asking of him, I think he's played pretty decent too. Fresh violent guys. And he guys. was a seventh round pick for Goody. Yeah. Fresh rushers, fresh violent guys. Dig it. Life is back on, sports bettors, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, NBA, UFC, PGA, and yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting on all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800-79-BETUS. BETUS for 125% bonuses with the promo code THEZONE125. You bet, you win, you get paid. BETUS.com. The NFL Super Wild Card Weekend. We now welcome in a Super Wild Card himself. Our guy, Uncle Dave, Dave Essler. Dapper Dave. Dave, good morning. Good morning, my friend. Are you having a Super Friday, Dave? So far. <laughs> well, that's good, Dave. A lot of stuff to get to, right? First of all, uh, you're in, uh, well, sunny Florida, correct? Is it sunny there right now? Yes, it is. Uh, there is a job opening in Jacksonville. Will you be applying? Uh, I think you'd be a better coach than Urban Meyer at the professional level, just saying. Um, you know, I actually sent Shad Khan an email saying I want to help in any way possible. I would be a vendor because I could, I could work on the trickle-up theory of how to act like a football team, but I have not heard back, and that is an absolute true story. I like the trickle-up theory. Well done, Dave. My man. Right. I wasn't gonna ask you. I wasn't gonna shoot the CEO right away. Yeah, it's like a rags to riches story, right? You you know, we work your way up through the ranks. I like that. The trickle up theory. Yeah, yeah, but I'll put my time in if it helps. Yeah. (laughs) And Dave, uh, another thing that uh, made me bizarre when uh, when you saw this story, and if you maybe you didn't, I'm gonna tell you if you didn't. I'm sure you did because your head's always on a swivel. If Josh Allen does indeed pop Viagra, as Bart Scott suggests, to fight the cold off, does that affect the gambling line at all? Does it give it a little raise in points? Um, no, but it probably should. Um, I have, I, full disclosure, I've thought about taking it, but I never have. So it's not something I want to underscore with my name on it unless I have firsthand knowledge. What, betting on the bills or popping that blue pill? Popping the blue pill. <laughs> Well, Dave, you're a genetic jackhammer. I don't think you need that stuff. All right, so, uh, <laughs> uh, Dave, when it comes to uh, the NFL this weekend, um, are you looking more at games themselves, or is it like prop bets? Because Rowdy over here has got like a mile-long list of prop bets that he wants to dive into. What's uh, What do you kind of more look into for a super wildcard weekend? Well, I think I, I do both. I mean, you know, people want to bet on a game, and, and one of the things about prop bets is that the um, limits are small. You know, I mean, you can, if you can bet $5,000 on a side or a total in the day of the game, you, you might be able to get 200 bucks on a prop. And most people, most people want to want to pop that blue pill and go for the five dimes. <laughs> um, but, but, but props are, props are actually very exploitable, um, more, more so than sides and totals, because there's so many of them that books just can't be that sharp. Yeah. And that's one of the things with the NFL lately. It's like, these lines come out. You don't know who's going to come down with COVID and where they're going to go. And if you wait, we'll say for like a Friday, people have been betting into that line all week. Absolutely true. You know, you, you got to bet these lines like really, you got to have your number in mind and what you're happy with and do it like really early or, or wait till game day and take your chances. So speaking of game day, uh, Mr. Essler, your team that you uh, root for, the New England Patriots. What are we thinking of this uh, game? Did, 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 did you just try to put me up as a Jaguar fan? 
No, I wanted you. I thought you'd be a better coach than Urban Meyer. Maybe you're a Dolphins fan. Maybe you want your second team. Maybe you want to go coach in Miami. What do you think about that? No, they really should have not fired Flores, but that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, that was a that was a strange one. But Dave, Patriots, Bills, uh, Rowdy had this earlier in the week. Buffalo, I see it at like minus four now. What do you think with your boy Bill Belichick and the Patriots going to a Highmark Stadium in the cold and maybe a Viagra pill popped Josh Allen? Yeah, I think that Viagra is the great, the great equalizer besides the fact that it's going to be Green Bay weather. I think it's a, a high of 10 and a low of two that day. And since it's a night game, I think we're closer to two than 10. And I actually think that could be the great equalizer. And I know everybody is all over Buffalo. I might want to disagree, not as a homer, but, um, you know, I think when the, when the Patriots went up there to Buffalo and beat them by running the ball three times, I think, I think people overreacted when they played in Foxborough again and Buffalo took care of business. Now I think they're going to overreact to that um, and think Buffalo is just going to do it again. And I, I, part of me thinks that weather might be a psychological advantage for the Patriots. Mm. You know, the Bills finished strong. Not granted, but aside from that win over New England, they beat, uh, I think, uh, Carolina, Atlanta, and the Jets, and all three of them at home. So, you know, go figure. Um, I guess if you're going to simplify things, the winner's usually the team with a better coach, quarterback, and defense, and New England has two of those three. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will I will carefully take New England there. I leaned with uh, New England earlier this week, but I ended up taking Josh Allen under passing yards. Super cold. New England's got a good defense. He likes to run the football quite a bit. And Singletary's been getting a lot of action. I, I totally agree with that, actually. I, I did bet another prop in that game. Uh, Mac Jones over one and a half touchdown passes at plus 175. Why, why would I do that? Because um, <laughs> I don't think Buffalo will let Damian Williams and everybody else run. I think if the Patriots are going to get into the end zone, it's going to have to be a pass, even if it's from the two-yard line. So their tight end props might be viable. Uh, and if he gets one, he'll get two later. If Buffalo is ahead, he'll get the garbage time one. So plus one seventy five. I had to throw some of Rowdy's money on that too. That a boy, uh, Dave Esser, joining us right now. Uh, one of the greatest minds of all time when it comes to uh, sports gambling, sports betting. Here, follow him on Twitter, Dave underscore Esler E S S L E R, and just a juggernaut on Twitter. Uh, blocked by many, wanted by more. So, Dave, when it comes to uh, the Sunday action, you got Eagles, Buccaneers, Niners, Cowboys, Steelers, Chiefs. Is there any of these games, or just one of these games, I should say, that you're looking at, like maybe I can find some value? Yeah, I mean, I think people are assuming that Tampa Bay is just going to crush the Eagles, and they might. Um, but that total is dropping uh, to the fact where, you know, maybe maybe not. I think the Buccaneers got some defensive injuries. I don't know if JPP's playing. Um I think if I was going to take the Bucks, I would be more inclined to do so first half. You know, one of the things about these playoff games is, you know, the, the, the Bucks don't need to make a statement here. Um, you know, Brady got all his records. Gronk got his records. Mike Evans got his records. There was, there was player and centers last week. You know, if the Bucks win, they know they got to play again next week. So this might be more about, you know, let's win, let's get healthy, and move on to next week. So, um, you know, I think if you made me, I'd be inclined to take the Eagles. But if I was going to actually bet the game, and I like Tampa Bay, I do it first half, and I can almost say the same thing about the Chiefs and the Steelers. And everybody's lining up to take the Chiefs. Oh, Ben had his swan song last week. Yada yada yada. I mean, twelve and a half, thirteen points is a lot of points. And again, the Chiefs—they don't need to make a, a statement. They just want to win and, and move on. And Pittsburgh's defense is good enough 
to maybe keep Kansas City out of the end zone a couple times. So I could be I could be convinced to take Pittsburgh there. Okay. I had a a prop bet that I liked in the Tampa Bay game, and it was Leonard Fournette over receiving yards. I think it was thirty one and a half. Uh, Phillies have a pretty decent pass rush, but uh, the back end not so great and windy and kind of windy, isn't it? Supposed to be in Tampa Bay this week. I think yeah, a lot windy, of... but may, windy, maybe rainy. Who knows? Not going to be, not going to be, not going to be good. Yeah, a lot of uh, the other running backs are dinged up, might be hurt. I think uh, Fournette might get a lot of checkdowns from Tom Brady. I, I, I can see that. Well thought out. You get a, you get a gold star. Oh, we we like to about gold stars. Yeah, we already got a gold star in the fridge yesterday too. Wow. Yeah, but uh, I know. don't you have don't you have guys up there in your office that can't shoot straight? Ronnie knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, sometimes it winds oh, up on the floor. Yeah, I actually just mentioned him on the air not too long ago. He's a Cowboys fan. Hey, um, it's a tough existence. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 a tough scene, especially for the guy that's got to clean up in the bathroom later. All right, and Dave, before I let you go, and then Monday night, I just I can't get my arms around the Super Wild Card Weekend, but you have a playoff game on a Monday night. I just I, we don't have a three day weekend, so I'm confused by it. But Rowdy's taking Kyler Murray. What was it? Thirty? Yeah, over rushing yards. Over was it thirty six? Bad offensive line, good defensive line. He's going to have to move the football. He'll be running for his life. What do you think of Kyler Murray over in the rushing yards? Was thirty six or eight, Rowdy? Thirty thirty seven and a half. 37. You know, I, I I don't I don't disagree. Um, I'll just throw the caveat out there. And I like the under in that game for a lot of the reasons. It's a it's a division game technically. You know these teams. There's no surprises between these teams, which would um, make me hesitate to take Murray over props. In theory, I agree, but it's not like the Rams don't know who he is and what he does and how to stop it. Um, can they? I mean, maybe not. But because of that, I actually like the under. And another reason there is, you know, if the Rams do get a lead, which I'm not sure they will. Um, they, that would be another first half bet too, be because they don't, you know, they just need to get healthy. Acres is needing needing some reps and some rest, so I can see uh, if the Rams do get ahead. You know, again, they don't need to win forty-one to three; they just need to win. Yeah, uh, Dave, always a habitual winner when you're on with us. That's why we love you, dude. Um, before I let you go, you know, catch me up with the the Twitterness. Have you got a, a burner account yet? Like, what's going on with the feud with Aaron? Is everything like you know, you guys buried the hatchet? Is everything settled? What's like? What's going on? Well, you know, the only way it's going to be settled is if she unlocks me, and I would have to say I, I, I kind of wanted to, but that would be probably the worst thing she could do. Well, d- well that's why you need a burner account now. I'm not going to do that, because, and Rowdy and I talked about that. I've, I've been trying to get verified, but because I don't have all these print media things going on, it's hard, and yet I see these people with eight followers with blue checks. It's Dave, you fair. don't need a blue check. Blue check, you don't need one of those, dude. Be a bad boy without I, one. I know that. I know that, but the, but the, but the people do. They, they, they think it's cool. Dave, you're a you're a leader, not a follower, man. You you prove to them that no check marks cooler, okay? Speaking of cool, your hat game. I see you've been noticing. I'm noticing you're in the same hat a lot in these videos. I'm gonna send you when the Packers win the Super Bowl. I'm gonna send you a Packers Super Bowl hat, okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. And you know, I'll reference you guys. Maybe you'll get some more listeners, you know, nationwide. Oh, we to quote ZZ Top, we're bad nationwide. Esler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, 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 good call. Oh, yeah. Dave, you're the man, brother. Happy gambling this weekend. We want, we want to get you up here to Wisconsin one of these days so we can party with you, all right? You know, you know, you know when that's not going to happen. So I'll invite Aaron, that. too. Yeah. Okay, fair. I'll, I, you know, if that would happen, I could do January. Okay. Me, you, <laughs> Rowdy, and Aaron. We'll just dominate downtown Madison, okay? 
Time for buddy. <laughs> See you, Dave. Have a good weekend, buddy. Bye. Bye, you too. There he is, Dave Esler. Follow him on Twitter at Dave underscore Esler, E-S-S-L-E-R. Oh, I hope those Super Bowl hats are real ugly like the 97. Oh, what do you mean? The jazz ones? Well, yeah, I'm those ones are awesome, buddy. Yeah, I mean, they're cool because they were the Super Bowl, blah, 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 bringing the trophy back to home, but... If you look at them as like an objective fan, like if that was like another team, they're Super all corporate Bowl, now. They're all like <laughs> that's such an ugly hat. They're also, I think the hats are now are ugly in the shirts. They're also like generic, like corporate. Be safe. Give me the give me the '90s Jazz logos, Rowdy. Not Utah Jazz, but when the Packers won the Super Bowl in New Orleans. Happy Friday! The weekend is upon us. And Rowdy, speaking of this weekend, we have something. That is super. It's a super wild card weekend in the NFL. We're going to break down some of the games here. But first, uh, one of the games I did want to talk about, it's something you've been on, Rowdy, something you've been talking about, and that's an upset alert in the super wild card weekend. That would be coming on Sunday. Kickoff is at 3.30 on CBS. That would be the 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys. So the Packers will get the uh, lowest seed remaining coming to Lambeau next weekend for the divisional round. But, Rowdy, if your, if your upset happens, the Niners then potentially would be coming to Lambeau Field if the Eagles don't beat the Buccaneers. I'm going with the Buccaneers beating the Eagles. That yeah, be despite the what coming. Ben Kenny thinks, I, that Eagle team's just too much, too overmatched. The, the Eagles are flying right now, but the, they're flying too close to the sun on the wings of hope. And I know I've said it in the past, and Dave just said it literally like 15 minutes ago. When you look at NFL teams and you go, who's the better head coach? Who has the better quarterback? Who has the better roster? I think the Buccaneers, even despite all the injuries, still fit that bill. Yeah, I'm right there with you. They got a guy also named Tom Brady who um, just wins. Yeah, and last time I checked, he's been to, what, nine Super Bowls and 14 championship game, or conference <laughs> championship games? He's, he's not human. He's, yeah, he's the Terminator. He's the newest addition. He's whatever the team. Now, would 8, I be surprised if they only beat the Eagles by a touchdown? Uh, not really. It's the playoffs. It's just yeah. survive in advance. The Tampa Bay favored by eight and a half. But the Eagles to actually win? Yeah, I'm not. Come on, man. But the Niners. Come I mean, on, man. Come on, man. The Niners are getting healthier, right? And the Cowboys kind of uh, limp. I don't say limped in, but they. Didn't well. Dak Prescott threw five touchdowns. They kept them in garbage time to break the record. Yada yada yada. But they're they're just whatever. Uh, I am thinking the Cowboys are going to win this game at Jerry's World AT and T Stadium. But Rowdy, also it's something to your chagrin as well. And I don't think you'll be watching this channel. But kiddos out there, if you do like football as well as Nickelodeon, you can watch the Niners and the Cowboys on Nickelodeon. It's the slime game, Rowdy. And with that, the reason I bring that up. Who wants to get slimed? On your mark, get set, go! Dallas Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy on if he'd be willing to get slimed if the Cowboys win. Mike McCarthy responds to the question yesterday. He says, will I be willing to get signed? Oh, no, slimed. Okay, I obviously haven't put on Nickelodeon lately. I don't even know what slime is, but... 
anything for the children. Who the hell are they kidding? Mike McCarthy will get slimed. Mike McCarthy gets slimed every single game where the temperature gets to 70 degrees. <laughs> With a little, little, little man boob sweat, Rowdy? <laughs> what, are we, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's used to this. The only difference is that it's going to be green. Mike, Mc- <laughs> Mike McCarthy. Is red first he thought he'd said, What am I gonna I'm gonna get signed? What? No, Mike McCarthy said he will be willing, despite not knowing what it even is, to be slimed, and I quote Rowdy, anything for the children. Let's just state the facts. I'm I'm a highly successful NFL head coach. This is too much for me. <laughs> I mean the Nickelodeon game, it was funny hee hee for like a normal regular season game. And Mitchell Trubisky, the now MVP. they have to do it for the playoffs. Rowdy, not, you don't like kids well, getting you in on have football? An, uh, you have a different option. You can watch it on, what is it, CBS? CBS. Yeah, CBS. You, so obviously you don't have to watch it on Nickelodeon, but the fact that it's an option for a playoff what's, game. What's wrong I, with kids? Like little kids wanting to get into football? I didn't know that little kids really watched Nickelodeon anymore. I, honestly, I didn't even really know that there was a popular channel still. I, well, I haven't watched Nickelodeon since I was like six. Well, yeah, that's kind of an elementary school thing. I don't even know what's on it anymore. They still got Doug and Rugrats. and um... I feel like kids have evolved quite a bit since uh, the Nickelodeon days like 20 years ago. Now they're already telling you to F off by the time they're like seven. <laughs> Nickelodeon was skipped. They went straight to MTV. Which is no longer music. Yeah. So Mike McCarthy is willing to get not signed, Big Mike. No, no. Willing to get slimed for the kids. I'm full hope. I'm I'm the captain of hope. So yeah. There you go. Could you imagine Big Mike doused with a bunch of green slime after the boys beat the Niners at Jerry's World? Big Mike just sliming. Wow. I feel like that's got that's kind of got a bad omen to it. Big Mike is talking slimed? about getting slimed after winning. No, he said he'd do it for the kids, Rowdy. He, first he thought he'd get signed somewhere. And I quote, obviously, I haven't put Nickelodeon on lately. I don't even know what slime is. Anything for the children. <laughs> also, you just don't want to be a part of this game, especially when last the last MVP was Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, NVP. Nickelodeon's most valuable player. It was Mitchell Trubisky, and the Bears lost. I guess some kids need a little. He's so valuable, in fact, he's now the backup in Buffalo. Hey, Bill Down, circle the wagons, dude. Josh Allen, right? Uh, we'll do some more prop bets coming up here when it comes to the super wildcard weekend. Uh, but looking at some other games here, Rowdy. So there is a little update on the Niners and the boys. You're going to Niners in this one then. Yes. Or just long I think short? the Niners have a really good shot at an upset here. Uh, Cowboys are favored by a field goal. Three points. I'm going boys on this one. Uh, let's start. Go back. Look at Saturday though. The uh, Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow looking for their first playoff one in like 30 years. They welcome in the Raiders to Paul Brown stadium. Since he's favored by five and a half, who you got in this game? See, this is a tough one. I'll go. With, I'll lean with the Bengals, but I think uh, you'll see a kind of a high-scoring game with that over. Look at the two teams. Neither team is really great on on defense. Both secondaries really struggle. Uh, both quarterbacks have known to sling the football around. Bit of a gunslinger, right? Both Derek Carr and Joe Burrow. I need I need music for this segment. What Bengals do have me? an advantage though running the football over the Raiders because uh, Bengals do have a good defense, but the Raiders have a good pass rush. I'm gonna go Raiders in this one. I'm gonna I'm feeling the upset. Cincinnati, you can't shake the stink of suck. I'm gonna go and I, I get it. They're in the playoffs, so therefore they don't suck as bad. Ten and seven, five and four at home. The Raiders though five and three on the road, also ten and seven overall. I'm going Derek Carr. 
I'm going. I'm going Raiders in this one. We're going against the spread, or are you taking I'm, them straight up? Straight up, Raiders straight up. I think yeah. Raiders win this game. I think Bengals win in a close one, but a close high-scoring game. I'll go. I'll go Raiders. I'm gonna write these down. I know your I know your memory is like a trap, Rowdy, but mine I for, I'm forgetful sometimes. All right, Rowdy. Then you got Patriots Bills Sunday or I'm sorry Saturday night. What do you got as Buffalo is a four-point favorite over Bill Belichick and Mac Jones? Yeah, I'm kind of with Dave on this one. I lean Patriots against the spread and in this game just because it's going to be cold. It's supposed to be windy. There's potential chance for snow. We know that both of these teams uh, play good defense, but the Patriots' offensive line is much better than the Bills. I'll take the Patriots in a three-point game. To win? To win. Man, oh man! And if the like, see, this it's is the thing. I'll take the stretch and say the Patriots win. But if the Bills win, I definitely think Patriots cover that four. I'm kind of feeling the Patriots too. I, can I go back to back road winners here? You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go right there with you. Dogs bark on Saturday. There's something about there's something about Bill Belichick in the playoffs, and it's Buffalo, the Bills. Like, and Josh Allen's not that good in cold weather. I'm going to go Patriots right there with you, Rowdy. All right, before we go into Sunday's action, let's go to the phone. Jesus, mister. It's got to be drunky Charlie. Charlie, if you do call in, I have a story for you, actually, involving one of your favorite beers. Sunday, Rowdy, Eagles, Buccaneers. Our guy J8 Krebs just hit me up. He said, book it now. Eagles win as Tom Brady and the Buccaneers are favored by eight and a half points over the birds. What do you got? I'll take the Bucs. Yeah, same. And the reason being, I mean, they're getting players back. Now, they're not 100% healthy, but they are getting some good players back, both on offense and defense. Eagles, the only advantage the Eagles really have here is running the football, but we know when healthy, the Buccaneers have a really good front seven. Uh, I think the only thing keeping this one closer than it should be is the fact that it's supposed to be rainy and windy in Tampa because that the back end of the Eagles' defense is not great. I think in a healthy, normal weather game, Tom Brady throws it all over him. I'll still take the Bucks to win. Tom Brady. That's why I'm going to go with the Bucks right there. Tom Brady, the habitual winner himself. Tom Brady is basically like, he is the man. And to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, whoop, Tom Brady is the man. Yep. Now, 49ers-Cowboys. We already kind of alluded to it with Mike McCarthy wanting to get slimed. But let's see here, Rowdy. Niners-Cowboys... Just reaffirm it. Well, I like the underdog plus the points, but I think straight up I'm going to lean with 49ers. The reason why is these two teams are both going to have an advantage against each other, and it's going to see who can, I guess, you know, kind of enforce their will, empower their will against the other team. 49ers, they have a good pass rush. They have a good defense. It's going to be extremely tough for the Cowboys to run against them. But on the flip side... The Cowboys, they have a really good secondary. It's going to be hard for Jimmy G to throw the football. So can the 49ers run the football better than the Dallas Cowboys can throw the football? Plus, we know it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think they end up controlling the clock and being able to run the football. I'll take the 49ers. Rowdy's going Niners. I'm going uh, Weedham Boys, Cowboys. I think it's destined to have Big Mike and the Dallas Cowboys come to Lambeau Field to take on the Green Bay Packers for what would be what, an NFC Championship game then. I'm going to go with, because it's written in the stars, the Cowboys handle the Niners, balanced attack, got some Zeke, but also all that, you know, stable of 
wide receivers they have. Dak Prescott's going to show you he is, um, you know, belongs in that conversation of one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And the Cowboys go on to beat the Niners. Rowdy, then Saturday, sorry, Sunday night on NBC, Steelers and the Chiefs. Polly just called in a little bit ago. So you can see Big Ben possibly not being done with the swan song and being the Chiefs. I don't see that. I think the Chiefs win this one on a laugher. Yeah, I think the Chiefs win, and I think it'll be right around that 14-point victory. I think the Steelers, their secondary is good enough to slow the Chiefs down a little bit, and they do match up decently well with Kelsey. But I just I just don't think they can play with the Chiefs for 60 minutes. I'll take the Chiefs. Yep, Rowdy and I going both Chiefs. And then finally, Rowdy, for the Super Wild Card weekend. No, there's not a three-day weekend. There should be. But Monday night, Cardinals-Rams. SoFi Stadium, Rams welcome in Kyler Burry and company. Rams here by four points. Who you got winning this matchup to conclude Super Wild Card weekend? Got the Rams. Two teams going in different directions. Cardinals, they've lost four out of their last five. Rams have won four out of their last five. Yeah, they lost to San Francisco, but they dominated that game. I just think the Rams' defense will be uh, too much, especially that front seven for Kyler Murray. I think Matthew Stafford turns it on. I'll take the Rams. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams, too, in this one. Uh, Cardinals, you know, banged up. J.J. Watt keeps, like, teasing he's going to be back. Is, Mr. Glass. Mr. Is Mr. Glass even going to be back? Is, DeAndre Hopkins is back, right? He's Ky- supposed to be back. Kyler yeah. Murray a little hobbled. I'm going to go Rams, though. Too much talent on that uh, on that L.A. team. So give me the Rams. So, Rowdy, we agree. Patriots, Patriots, Bucks, Bucks. We differ on boys, Niners. Agree on Chiefs, Chiefs. Agree on Rams, Rams. And differ on Raiders, Bengals. So there you go. I never knew why Bart Scott would suggest a certain uh, blue pill for Josh Allen. I'm going to play the clip, Rowdy. You thought Super Wildcard Weekend wasn't crazy enough? Just imagine if everyone's running around with boners. What? Take a listen. Sorry, the, I think the FCC got mad at me for saying boner. All right, Rowdy, take a listen. Because he's got bad circulation, so his toes get cold. And as you know, with your can feet. I, can I get you a suggestion for him? You want me Josh to- Allen listening? Can people get this message to him? Viagra. Take some Viagra for the game, baby. Got to fit that circulation going right. So, I, I don't so, know how to move uh, off of that. I don't have any medical background, so <laughs> I, can't, I don't really have a, a response to that. But you, you played, so the, you must know of, something. I, a lot of us take Viagra. Right, because Viagra opens up the blood vessels. A lot of us take Viagra. What do you mean? A lot of a lot of NFL players, at least in my day, took Viagra because it opens up the blood vessels. A lot of endurance athletes, because Viagra was first uh, a heart medicine, right? So it builds up circulation, which makes sure that it gets the circulation to the feet. Okay. Uh, so, these statements have not okay. been uh, evaluated. By I was going to go Buffalo, like just go wings extra hot, but, but you know, you seem to. What were we talking about? The, 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 I swear the, I'm not the trying thing to be is, funny. He's going to just, he, I don't think he's going to. I swear to I'm not trying to be funny. No. Take well, Viagra, says one, Bart Scott. Listen to Bart Scott and trust the science. Two, <laughs> you know, Bart Scott is the guy for the famous gif saying, can't wait. Can't wait. Obviously, he knows, and he's ready to go. Yeah. Take Viagra. Obviously. Oh, and by the way, let's not forget where Bart Scott used to play. Remember when he used to be a Baltimore Raven? He played with Ray Lewis, the guy that would do anything. We already talked about that the a little earlier. Spray. Uh, let's also not forget that Terrell Suggs was on that team, and he's probably one of the more scariest human beings to ever play in the NFL. There's not all that. I feel like those guys would know if there's a little bit of an edge to take something to take it. I mean, that was pretty damn good defense so back Bart, in the day. It was. Bart Scott, as you just heard him saying, knows a thing or two 
about playing in cold weather, and a lot of NFL players did the same thing. They popped that little blue magic pill, and if they had, you know, bad circulation or it was cold, it helped the blood move, obviously. And they played with popping Viagra's. And but, if they're if they're questioning it, you know what? Maybe you try it at like a Friday or Saturday practice to see how it goes. Yeah, and if you if it's you know if you still have a hard time moving around after four hours, call a physician. Don't call Bart Scott. So there you go. Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco also said that he would pop Viagra, but also would I think he was saying a muscle relaxer because uh, it was hard to run when you got a uh, <clears throat> the bait and tackle. Uh, let's go to the phones. Who's this? Good morning, boys. What's good? What's good? Happy Fish Fry Friday. My man, Chad. What's going on, my man? Wait, one second, Chad. I just got to put this person on hold. Uh, Chad, happy Fish Fry Friday. What's up, dude? Not much. Hey, I was just going to say, is it at all possible that some of these guys ended up with uh, CTE because all the blood from their brain was going down to their <laughs> feet? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, the, the, the brain needs uh, blood to, to function, so mm-hmm. if they're trying to take care of their feet on the football field by taking uh, Viagra, certain medication, right, you know, that that seems like it's a bad combination to me. I don't know. Hey, as long as they're taking that as opposed to, like, the boner pills from a gas station, I feel like that would be even worse. Yeah. One other thing I was going to just propose to you guys, just because I've been watching a lot of Big, big, big Ten basketball lately. You yes. guys should put together an all-time old-timers team. And by that, I mean there's always those guys like Brad Davidson or Aaron Kraft <laughs> or Roger Paul Jr. or James Augustine that seem like they played on a team for like eight years. Drew I want to see a Drew team Neitzel. that you guys put together that looks like that. The old-timer team? Yeah, they're always that, it's that kid who's like in his sixth year of eligibility, but it feels like he's been playing there for nine years <laughs> on every single team. Every single team. You see that all the time. You're like, God, how long has he been in college? But I want to see a list like that from you guys. The all-doctor team. They're all going to school to be medical doctors. That's why they're here for seven years. Nope. Have a good one, Chad. You're breaking up a little bit. See you, see you buddy. And, Chad, you're, yep. you're breaking up a little bit. Sorry, the – Fish Friday night is at the Hooterville Inn in Blue Mound. Hooterville. Hooterville Inn. I'm careful with those, careful with those blue pills if you're going to Hooterville. There you go. See, All see right, you, buddy. boys. Take it. Stay well. <laughs> see uh, let's see here. Line two. Uh, good morning. Who's this? What's up, boys? Eh, Polly. So something sprung to mind when we were talking about the blue pill there. Yeah. You remember those awkward boners when you were in high school and the teacher would come and say, hey, why don't you come write this up on the blackboard? And yeah. you have to, you'd have to tuck it into your waistband to try it. Yeah. You used, used to call it a narb. Yeah. Well. It's like 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 a breeze, like a, fa- well, like a fan blowing in class would hit you just right, going through puberty, and all of a sudden you're like, I can't stand up. Don't call on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then but then you're dealing with some of the largest man on men on planet Earth with monster cranks, <laughs> and they're and they're taking they're taking Viagra to stay warm, so, Paulie. Knowing, knowing now, all these ginormous adults are running around playing professional football with boners. Like, how do they hide them? Imagine being the guy at the bottom of a pile when there's a fumble. See, this is exactly why I said it shouldn't be on Nickelodeon. Like, how do you, how do you hide those? Because they'd be coming out of the waistband. You gotta. Again, again, we've been training all year for the, or all of our lives for this from middle school on. You tuck it up, all right? You tuck it up in the waistband. 
Later. See <laughs> I love the dynamite dropping from Paulie. See, he's got Rona. He said it on the air. I'm sure he's funny me saying it. Even the Rona can't bring down his comedy, Rowdy. It's just funny, you know? Bart Scott's like, he's like, in the clip said, I'm not trying to be funny. This is what we did in the NFL. If you want to stay warm, you pop a little blue pill, and you just hope that in four hours after the game, you don't have to call a physician. Well, I'm going to say, I think if a lot of the, the fan base, well, I'll say some of the fan base heard what some of these guys actually did on and off the field, I don't think they would be as big of fans. Yeah, I, I, I think their minds would actually be blown. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. There's, I mean, we've heard stories from athletes. And oof, we're like, wow, that's a hell of a story, dude. Don't say that on air because you will be mm, in some type of way. All right, Rowdy, so there you go. Josh Allen, I don't know if he's going to take up the advice from Bart Scott, but if you see Josh Allen playing really stiff out there, either he's really cold or the blue pill has done way too much. I don't know. We're more of a red pill guy, though, out here. Aren't we ready? Yeah, that's also why I like the uh, the under first passing yards. A little stiff out there? I just don't know if you can really air it out. <laughs> Josh Allen, not good, by the way, in cold weather games. I think he's like 50%, a little below 50% in passing. And, and God, what was, uh, it was a certain degree and below, which it'll be below that degree. That Which is like weird a, because coming out of the draft, all anyone ever talked about was how big his hands were. Yeah, now we're talking about how big something else is with his Viagra. Well, you know what they say. Big hands, big gloves. He wears gloves, doesn't he? All gloves? He wears all gloves. I don't know. Yep. Big hands, big gloves. What do you think? Uh, see, I'm not a glove guy, especially if I was quarterback. No, I, and two of them no. just looks douchey. Uh, no, I'm looking at a picture of him. He does not wear one glove. He is gloveless. There you go. More info than you'd ever want to know on Josh Allen right there. And Bart Scott. Is Bart Scott happily married? The stage is yours, my friend. When it comes to gambling, go to BetUS.com. The promo code The Zone 125 for a 125% signing bonus. Nelly? Yeah, Dave and I kind of talked about this, especially in the NFL the last few weeks with all the uh, COVID positives. Kind of stayed away from trying to give out NFL games, especially early in the week, because you just never really know who's going to get COVID, come up with COVID, and how that's going to affect the line. So Dave's 100% right. You either got to bet it right away if you like that number or just wait until almost like game day or, wait and see or 24 push. hours before. Yeah. And that being said, on Monday, we lost with Alabama. Still a little upset with that one. Ellie, Bama. Did you, by the way, you need to uh, look at the clip that I sent you about uh, the Paul Feinbaum show with Alabama fans. Pretty hilarious. Oh, should we play that coming up? Yeah, we can play it later. I haven't listened to it yet. Then on Tuesday, I took the Rams minus four. Wednesday, I took Elijah Mitchell running back for the 49ers. Anytime touchdown minus 115. Yesterday, I took Josh Allen under 243.5 pass yards. And then today, ended up going with Derek Carr over 1.5 touchdowns. The reason why I like that, well, when you look at the matchups between these two teams, the Bengals versus the Raiders offensive line, advantage Raiders offensive line, but the Bengals do have a good rush defense, and they have shut down Josh Jacobs before, limited him to 60 yards on the ground. 
But the Bengals secondary, not very good. And I know you took the Raiders, and I said I like the Bengals, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders yeah, covered. high scoring. It's going to be a higher scoring game. I like the fact that the Raiders have been hot lately, and how have they been hot? It's Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek, Derek Carr throwing the football. Derek Carr's good. And if I can get plus odds, currently plus 106 for him to throw over one and a half touchdowns, I think Derek Carr gets it done. So give me Derek Carr over one and a half touchdowns. And then there were a few Brody, other ones. He that wears I liked. number four. Gunslinger, baby, is for Brett Favre. That was his that was his guy growing Brett up too. Lorenzo Favre. Yeah, Rowdy's got some other prop bets. What do you got? Yeah, these are the other four that I threw out there. Leonard Fournette, over thirty two and a half receiving yards. He's really the only one hundred percent healthy. I know uh Vaughn is a little dinged up and uh what is it, Jones? He yeah. is a little dinged up. Leonard Fournette's coming back, and when you look at the weather, it's supposed to be windy and rainy down there. The Eagles do have a good pass rush and a, and a good front seven, but they really struggle on the back end. And if it's windy and rainy and they're getting a little bit of pressure on Tom Brady, what's he going to look at? The check downs. Yeah, I think Leonard Fournette, especially being the only back, is going to have a good day. Also, probably Gronk will have a good day as well. You know, for Leonard Fournette, Rowdy, for a guy, what is he, 26? Doesn't he look like he's like a... Dude, when he was 18 at LSU, he looked like he was 35. Yeah, the dude is just, he's 26, going on like 40. Dude's a freak, though. Like in a, That's a compliment, by the way. And then a couple of the other props that I had was Kyler Murray over 37 and a half rushing yards. When you look at Kyler Murray, well, his offensive line is not great, and we know that the Rams' defensive line is really good. You ever hear of a guy named Aaron Donald? I think I've heard of him. Just some pretty big biceps last time I heard. Yeah, he is getting DeAndre Hopkins back where he's been more effective throwing the football. But if you don't have time, you're going to be scrambling all over. He has had the last five weeks his scramble rate increase quite a bit. And since they're division foes, they've played each other twice already. Mm-hmm. And in both of those games, Kyler Murray has been able to run the football pretty well. First game at, against the... Rams he ran for 39 yards and the second game he ran for 61 Mm. so I like that over there and then the other two is same game it's that Cowboy 49er game the boys and in the Cowboy 49er game it's got the highest total of the week yet it's got this uh closest spread I think we're going to see a higher scoring game we already have Elijah Mitchell touchdown on that one but if the anytime touchdown yeah if you look at it 49ers have the advantage with their defensive line in front seven. Cowboys aren't going to be able to run the football, a.k.a. they're going to have to pass. And the back end of the 49ers, not great. So I think they'll be able to throw the football. But then the flip side is Cowboys have a really good secondary. 49ers have a really good offensive line. I think they're going to be able to run the football. So who's going to be able to do it more? San Fran going to run better than Cowboys will pass? Well, in this one, I'm just going to take both C.D. Lamb and C.D. Uh, Amari Cooper to score touchdowns anytime, and both of those are plus 115 and plus 140. So even if you only get one of those guys to score a touchdown, you should make a small profit. So uh, do you see Micah Pop? Well done, by the way. Go to BetUS.com, the promo code the zone 125 for 125% signing bonus. They're going to do that all the way through the Super Bowl. Uh, Micah Parsons, Rowdy, who's just a man possessed so far this season, he uh, was asked about San Francisco's so-called bully ball. He said, I'm from Harrisburg, where the bullies get bullied. Micah Park, dude, that guy's, that guy's a freak. 